Welcome to Living Stones Church. We pray that this message impacts and touches your heart in such a great way. Enjoy the message. I want to be free of this stuff. Fear wears many costumes, guilt, shame, caution, logic, many, many more. You know what fear wants to do? It wants to lie to you. It wants to cheat you out of the power of God. It wants to cheat you out of love. It wants to cheat you out of that self-discipline. See, the the cool thing about self-discipline with God is just seeking Him over and over and over again. That's it. That's it. Seek Him. When you go to work tomorrow, seek Him. When you wake up late. I woke up late this morning. I I love Pete. He's awesome. He, He walks with me through these things every single week. But I woke up late this morning and I hadn't finished putting my notes in for him. So I had to text him and apologize and say, hey, it'll be done in the next hour. I'll put in the rest of my notes. And it's just like, you know, the, the enemy would want to cheat me and make me feel like Pete's going to hate me because now he's got to wait another hour to put the notes in. He doesn't care. Like, we're doing this thing together. We're all on mission together. Are you with me? And it's amazing how many times that we feel so guilty and so ashamed and so these things, and it imprisons us from experiencing the power of God. Let's read that Second Timothy again. I know we've talked about it so much today. But for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and, and has sat at the right hand of the throne of God. Can I tell you that God's not done with you yet? If God said it would happen, it will happen. Trust Him. Sit with Him. I saw a lot of people shared that one when I posted that on on social media this week. If God said it, it's going to happen. It's coming. If God said it, it will be. And you know what? I've had to hold on to that. Because a lot of the times I look at the circumstances around me and it doesn't look like God. what God said. Is Is that anybody else out there today? But for me, I had to sit there and go, well, I trust God more than I trust my circumstances. How many times have your circumstances changed and it changed your attitude? For positive or for negative. I mean, we can look at it both ways. How many times you had a plan and that plan got derailed and it it hits your attitude in a negative way? Anybody? Yeah. How many times did you have a plan and something happened that made it so much better, so much easier. Like you, you were on your way to church and every light was green. And you were running late, but all of a sudden you were on time because of all the green lights. And it changed your attitude, right? It's amazing how circumstances can change our attitude. But we're trying to get past that moment. What if we got to a place where we sought the Lord in everything? Where the circumstances were good or circumstances were bad? And it didn't matter either way what if your attitude was always gratitude because you know god you got a flat tire how do i have gratitude for that god it's it's really inconvenient it's 100 degrees outside i have a flat tire i gotta go change it or some of us i don't know how to change it i have to call AAA. where do i find my gratitude well, now you, you've now set aside time to spend with the Lord. Or He helped you set a time for it. Now I can have gratitude. 
or that you have enough money to take care of the tire. Maybe you don't have enough money to take care of the tire. Now you get to experience a miracle of how that tire is going to get taken care of. God's going to about to do something. When the guy gets there, how are you going to pay for this? I don't know, but I'll tell you when God does it. Right? Your attitude doesn't have to reflect your circumstances. Your attitude can reflect your God. Are you with me? My prayer and my hope. Now listen, does that mean that that's going to be a switch that happens today or tomorrow? Probably not. You're still human. Are you going to get caught off guard at one point or another? I said the other day, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Can I tell you that uh, when I mess my knee up, every once in a while I'll step on something or, or hit, hit an a uneven ground or, and it, it, it hurts and the wrong word comes out of my mouth? It's four letters and it rhymes with duck. Are you with me? Yeah, pastor says that word sometimes. Isn't that terrible? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And I have to start saying, Lord, I need you to fix my heart. Are you with me? Like work on me, God, that that wouldn't be the word that comes out when when something like that painful happens. My circumstances should not dictate my attitude. I should not be stuck in a prison of fear. But for a lot of us, we are. We are. And so it's good to acknowledge what's right in front of you. It's good to acknowledge that there is no lock on the door. There's no lock on that prison door of fear. You can come out whenever you're ready. Now that's disheartening for some of us because we've gotten comfortable in that prison. It protects us. It protects us from having to step out. It protects us from having to be judged. I'm in this prison. You can't blame me, right? It protects us in a lot of ways. We don't want to think that's what it is, but it is. That's what it is. But I want to set you free. And when you're set free, it's, it can be a little scary. It can be a little vulnerable. It can be a, a frightening place to not have those bars around you to protect you. But here's the other truth. You'll get to see and do things you've never seen and done before. You'll get to experience God in ways you've never experienced Him before. When you go out and trust Him, when you go out and walk with Him, you'll, you'll experience stuff that you've never seen And it will blow your mind, right? It'll blow your mind to watch your daughter go and get baptized. It'll blow your mind to watch your friends get baptized and give their life completely to Jesus. To share their testimony out there in the middle of the ocean. It was absolutely incredible hearing the other people cheer around us as they're clapping and and just on looking at these baptisms. Knowing the freedom that these people are experiencing. Leaving your old person in the water and coming out a brand new creation. God wants you to be made brand new. Now, you might have been baptized 20 years ago. That's okay. He can still make you brand new today. He says, I want to give you a new mindset tomorrow. My mercies are new every day. Every day. So God's making His mercies new today, just like He did yesterday. So if you're here this morning with every head bowed and every eye closed, I know know that the enemy tried to come and make you feel guilty. He tried to come and make you feel ashamed. And you know what? The Holy Spirit is the only one allowed to do any convicting. It's not the pastor's job. It's not each other's job to try to convict each other on where we're wrong or where we're right. It's the Holy Spirit's job to make our hearts feel convicted, to feel like something needs to change and something needs to shift. And if you're here this morning and you're listening to this word about fear and it being a prison in your life and 
how you want to be set free from it, how you want to walk in the power of God and walk in the love of God and walk in self-discipline with God. If that's you this morning and you're like, dude, I want that so bad. I want you to just raise your hand right now with every head bowed and every eye closed and just say, hey, that is me. I want that. I want to walk in that. There's, there's hands being raised all over the place saying, I want that. Some people are raising two hands like, I, I have to have that. Please, God, choose me. And for those of you watching online, you can put it in the chat if, if the online's working right now. I pray that, that God is just blessing you right now, that you're experiencing the fullness that He has for you. And so, God, I pray over every hand that, hand that is raised, and even those that are even operating in fear right now, afraid to raise their hand and walk into that next level with you. Afraid that somebody probably is peeking and looking and they're going to see my hand raised and think that I'm not saved or that I don't know Jesus. And they won't realize that they're just as guilty and just as broken and just as messed up as me and that I just want to be free just like the, that they want to be free. And we're all going to be free together, so let's all set each other free. So Father, we raise our hands this morning admitting that we have imprisoned ourselves so many times. We look at those prison doors right now and there is no lock on them. And so God, we willingly walk through those doors. We're afraid at times that what we might experience might hurt. It might be scary. We might walk in fear. But you did not give us a spirit of fear or timidity. You gave us a, a spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. So God, I pray right now that fear would go in the name of Jesus. Fear is a liar. It has no place in your life. So we pray right now that fear would have to go. And in its place would be the power of God. In its place would be the love of God. In its place would be a self-discipline that in every moment we would say, God, where are you? God, let me get closer to you. God, let me hear your voice. God, let me know you're there. God, let me see that you're in this. And show me your love. So if you're here today and you haven't given your life to Jesus, then this is your moment. If you've been faking the funk, you've been doing the church thing, you've been watching online and you watch different churches all over the place and somehow you stumbled onto this one today. If that's you today, I want you to make a, a covenant with God. He's already made it with you. He's put the promise out there. You just got to reach your hand out and take it and receive it. But that promise is that you give up your life. You let go of who you've always been and who you've always admitted to being. That sinful, broken person. And you say, God, I don't want to be that anymore and I can't fix it on my own. I need you. And so God, I receive your love this morning and I receive your promises and I ask that you'd be with me every day of my life and help me to grow in your grace, grow in your goodness, grow in your love. And God, I give my life to you today. And if that's you right now, if with every head bowed and every eye closed right now, if, that, if you just prayed that prayer, can you just raise your hand for me? Because I, I just want to acknowledge that God is moving in your life. I love you, brother. Amen. We're praying over you right now. The angels are rejoicing over you for raising your hand. If you're watching online and you raise your hand and you're like, that's me, and there's tears running down your face, you're like, gosh, I'm, I'm, I just committed my life to Jesus. Praise God. Can somebody lift up a shout this morning that our God is good? Amen, Lord. We love you. You are so good. And we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Ah. How was this message this morning? Was it okay? Yeah? Fear is a liar. Fear is a liar. It's a fake prison. Its prison walls are made of paper. 
you can walk right through it. It looks like it can hold you, but it can't. It can't. You ever seen those old game shows where there's like paper in front of a door, but there's one door that you can run through? And you see all these people, they try to run through it and they run into the door. And then there's the one that actually makes it through through the paper door. You ever see that? It's hilarious. I think they usually have it on like Japanese TV and stuff like that. I love those things. I, I don't know about you, but I'm like that, that comedy that where somebody gets beat up. I, I, I love watching somebody fall over. Is anybody willing to admit that? Slapstick type comedy. Like, oh, they just got kicked in, in the gonads. That was awesome. You know, like that kind of thing. God has a door open for you. And I know you're afraid that you, if you try to run through it, that there's going to be something behind there that's going to hit you in the face. But with God, He'll show you the door to go through. Something blowing away? Yeah? Our little carts or, or the... Oh, there it goes. There it goes. Good eye. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Did anybody get set free this morning? Yeah? I pray that that's the truth. I really do. I really do. I pray for you guys all the time. And for this little spider right here. Get off of there. I pray for you all the time. I pray that this will be a church that gets you to read your word. That gets you to engage with the word of God. I can, I can come in with just encouraging messages that make you feel good. And I'll be honest with you, we'd probably attract hundreds more people if I just preach prosperity and all those kinds of things. But can I tell you that it won't set anybody free? It won't. It won't. They'll still sit in the same prisons of fear, but at least it'll be dressed up with some, some whipped cream. At least it'll feel good. At least it'll taste good. This, this is the best thing that you can take with you. If anybody gets set free from that prison, even in the next year, I don't, you might not happen today. I would love for it to, to happen today. Oh my gosh, what if what if this whole church became evangelists and stopped being afraid of stuff? Man, this, this church would grow like crazy. We'd have our own land, our own building in, in, a, in less than a year if we went crazy enough. But it takes a few people having a little bit of faith. You know the whole Christian movement was based on 12 dudes, really 11 dudes in Jesus. That's it, because the, the 12th dude killed himself afterwards it was 11 dudes but 11 dudes in Jesus is why we have more people in this church than Jesus had for his crazy right 12 disciples made all this happen all the way on the other side of the earth here we are still praising the name of Jesus pretty incredible let's go find 12 this week what if you found 12 maybe if you asked 12 only one came how excited would you be that one friend came with you next week, even if you only asked 12? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get crazy. What if this crazy little church grew in the middle of summer? Are you with me? Like summer is right now. It's hot. Oh my gosh, who would go to church outside? Let's get crazy. Let's watch God do it. Amen. Bring somebody with you next week. Bring somebody with you. If they won't come with you, stay at home. Bring them, bring them to your house. Come over to my house for breakfast. We're going to watch church online. And then pray for our online church that it works correctly. Okay? Amen. We love you so much. Why don't we stand to our feet and let's worship for a few minutes. And just give God glory that that prison is now open. And we are walking out of there right now in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen.
fights for me Lord of every victory Hallelujah Hallelujah You have torn apart the sea You have led me through the deep Hallelujah Hallelujah You are God who fights for me Lord of every victory Hallelujah Hallelujah You have torn apart the sea You have led me through the deep Hallelujah Hallelujah getting into that worship flow and I would love if, if any of you have that that gift of worship on your life definitely come and be a part now I want to tell you though 
that the only way to get on this platform is to serve. I will not let you just because you have talent. Just because you have talent doesn't get you here. If you want to be on this platform, you have to serve and you have to come in at least at 8 a.m. in the morning. 8 a.m. Oh, 8 a.m. Pastor, I don't get up early on Sundays because I have to get up early all week long. Well, then you're not the type of heart that I want worshiping from this stage. The type of heart I want worshiping on this stage is a heart of worship, a heart of servanthood. And the people up here should reflect that. Now, are any of us perfect? We're not, are we? There's sometimes we come up here grumbling and we deal with that. But I tell you what, we try to reset our heart and reset those things, set it back on Jesus. And if you're that type of a person, then you're qualified. But we would love for you to be a part. We've also got an amazing team back there that's loving on our kids right now. And I would love for you to be a part of that. I had somebody ask me this morning because they came to the circle for the first time. We call the circle the rally. When we get here at 8 a.m., we pray for each other and we pray over the service and then we shout Jesus' name to the roof, out the rooftops over here. But somebody came for the first time. He says, hey, how do I buy one of those Living Stones churches? One of those Living Stones church shirts? I said, you can't. The only way to get one of those is to serve in kids' ministry or to serve in our tech booth ministry. They're the only ones that have shirts. So if you want a shirt, you've got to go work in one of those two places. Oh, okay. I just wanted to buy one. Oh, but it's not. that's not how you pay for it. How you pay for it is you go and you serve and be a part of it. So we would love for any of you to be a part of those things and be a part of building this church. Part of building this church is being back there, building the next generation. The next generation knowing how to hear the Word of God the next generation knowing how to hear his voice coming up here and sacrificing not just Sundays guys these guys are here at 8 a.m. on Sundays but they're also all week long sitting with those same songs over and over and over again right trying not to lose their voice but enough to make sure they can memorize the lyrics right to get through all those things I'm sure your mom loves how much you're making noise in the living room beating on the drums, practicing and getting ready for Sunday. They're, they're putting it out all week long. So if you want to be a part of these things, just understand there is sacrifice. There's sacrifice to pastoring this church, I promise you that. But that sacrifice is when you get to sit in the glory of God. And there is nothing like that. So I would rather sacrifice all day long. You find out that it's not a sacrifice at all. It's a blessing. It's a blessing to get to serve. It's a blessing to get to love one another. It's a blessing to do life with each other and with Jesus. Can you just uh, put your hand on somebody's shoulder next to you if they're willing to let you do that? If they're germaphobes, just kind of put your hand towards them if they prefer not to be touched. That's okay. Uh, let's just pray for each other right now. Can we do that? Let's pray for each other. God, I just pray right now that you bless each and every one of us. God, to see the fullness of God in our lives. I pray for the brother and the sister next to me. I pray right now that you would break down those prison walls for him and for her. And I pray right now, oh God, that you would make them all you've called and created them to be. I pray that today they'd walk out of that prison and walk in power, walk in love, and walk in self-discipline. God, to see the fullness of you in their life. See you moving in and moving through their life. Use them as a tool to share your glory. God, to see the goodness of God come come in the land of the living and so lord we give it all to you today we lay ourselves down as a living sacrifice and god we are excited to share in your glory 
and to see the goodness of the Lord made known to the world. In the name of Jesus, we pray. All God's people said, amen. Amen. We love you. Have an amazing week. Thanks for staying after and helping us tear down. Have an awesome week and invite 12 people to church this next week. We're going to have an awesome week. Love you. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message blessed your life in such a powerful way. Come visit us here at Livingstones Church in person at Dorothy McElhinney Middle School in French Valley, California, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. You can also watch us online on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Church Center, or at livingstones.tv. If God is using this ministry to touch and impact your life, and you would like to consider partnering with us in your giving, you can do so by giving in the Church Center app or by going to livingstones.tv giving. We hope you have a wonderful week.